You're listening to Her Voice Matters with your host, Jordan Murphy. This podcast is a safe space for women who have faced traumatic experiences in their lives. And with each episode, we will focus on creating a brighter future that will empower women to heal, grow, and thrive after trauma. So embrace your unique voice, reclaim your power, and step into your full potential. And now, here's Jordan. Welcome back to the show, ladies. I am super, super pumped to have Melissa Baker back here with us on the show today. She is also known as the CEO of Divorce on TikTok. So she was actually on one of the first episodes of Her Voice Matters. So it's a pleasure to have her back here with us today. And she's actually here today to talk with us about grief. We're just kind of going to have a conversation and go back and forth about the passing of her father, as well as what it's like to just basically grieve a person while going through a divorce that is actually still alive. So welcome back to the show, Marissa. Thank you so much. Now, I'm so excited to be here, even though we're kind of talking about um, something a little bit dark and gloomy. But I have always said, um, you know, whether it's about my divorce or whether it's talking about grief, I'd rather be real than right. Uh, I'm not here to be right all the time, but I am here to be relatable and make sure um, that I'm not only speaking my truth, but that other people are seen and heard through um, what flows out of me. So I'm I am excited to talk about the things that we were talking about today. Absolutely. So tell me a little bit about, I know that you've had a pretty difficult year. Tell me every whatever you like to share about, you know, the stuff with your dad and how like that's been for you, how you've been able to just kind of cope with life. Yeah. Well, it, the year started out really good. Mm-hmm. I was <laughs> like, yes, I'm like, 2023 is my year. It's <laughs> going to be so great. And like, yeah, you know, and, um, and it was for the most part. Um, my dad passed away in September. Actually, it was unexpectedly on September 16th. Um, and I'll just tell the story about that because I don't know. Nobody prepares you for this stuff. And like, right. actually, that week that my dad died, I went to visit my now boyfriend um, that like Friday. Mm-hmm. And so I had hung out with him and it was really great. And I drove back. He was like somewhere a few hours away. And so I drove up and I drove back in like a day. And uh, I like was on a little bit of a high because I had like had enjoyed that. And then the day that my dad died, I had a whole day planned. Like I was gonna, I work out at Burn Boot Camp, and mm-hmm. so we have something that's called Burn Staycation, which is they like kind of rent out a hotel, and you have like the ballroom dance party and the fancy dinner, awesome. and you hang out by the pool all day. Yeah, so nice. I was supposed to wake up, work out at nine a.m go hang out by the pool and drink the rest of the day and then wow. dress up in formal dress wear, like black and white affair that evening. Wow. And I was so excited. Like I genuinely was like, this is the best day ever. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And so it was 8 a.m. and I was in the kitchen and I was going to drop off my dog to my mom. because It's a very high anxiety dog. So I don't, I wasn't leaving him alone at the time. Right. And um, my mom started calling me. And I'm like literally doing the dishes and I hate phone calls. So I'm already annoyed that I'm getting a phone call. Yeah. And she calls and she was like, where are you? And I'm thinking she's asking me where I am because I'm not there with the dog yet. Right. Like I literally was so rude. I was like, what the, like, what do you mean? Where am I? I'm at my house. Yeah. And she just kept saying, where are you? Where are you? So now at this point, I'm like, okay, like something's not right. 
So I'm like, hold on. Cause I was like talking on my, like, I can remember exactly what I was doing. I was doing the dishes. I was talking on my watch. My hands were wet. I'm like, something's not right. Grab my phone. And I'm like, what is going on? And she was like, your dad's going to the hospital. We don't think he's going to make it. And immediately I'm like, fuck, he's dying. What like, the heck? So there's yeah. no warning whatsoever. Nothing. And I, oh my like, gosh, I still had my dog and, um, I'm like, I have this workout. You know, the weirdest things go through your brain. I'm like trying to call my roommate. She was in the middle of teaching yoga and like vividly remember kind of being like trying to call my roommate, her not answering and like falling to my knees in my living room being like, Um, I don't know what to do right now. Yeah. That's my dog. (laughs) And uh, so finally I, I just get him and I jump in the car and I start calling my coworkers and I'm like, are you at work right now? And they're like, yes. And I'm like, I'm coming. I need to drop off my dog. I think my dad is dead. And they're like, Mm. okay. So I speed to work. I drop him off. And at some point from work to on my way to the hospital, it was like, I knew I was like hoping he was still alive, but it was like, you know, he's not. Man. And so, so yeah, we, I start speeding to the hospital. And every time I turn on this road, I can envision like pedal to the metal. I'm hitting my dashboard. I'm like, yeah, I'm like, get out of my fucking way to all the yeah. people that were driving around me. Exactly. Uh, but yeah, so I ended up getting to the hospital and um, basically we went in there to identify him and like see his body. And I'm like, okay. Wow. <laughs> yeah, this That's is That's terrible, man. Dang. Yeah. Yeah. They don't like, prepare you. Yeah. That's just, you just never know. It's just so crazy how it can just be like a normal day and boom, it just hits you out of nowhere, man. It's just crazy how fast life can just really change honestly 1000 percent, and it it was just one of those things that i think i never anticipated and one thing i'll share with you is that the week before my dad died Mm -hmm. i was at a life coaching conference in texas and something was said at the conference that like really triggered me about my relationship with my dad because Mm. he wasn't in great health it's not like i got to see him all the time or anything like that and so a lot of the little girl in me yeah, it's like, does my dad love me? Mm. You know, and so I think I was like wrestling with that. Right, I know that he does rationally, but again, this is like the little kid inside of me. Right, and so I had a conversation with one of my peer coaches, and I just said, you know, I'm not sure if my dad knows how to show me that mm. he loves me, and um, but I know he does love me, and I I also feel like I don't have that much time left with him, mm-hmm. and I feel like I have to grieve his loss ahead of time because wow. I'm not going to be ready right when he goes and then so that week leading up to his death I was like sad all week I was like wow crying I was like I'm just gonna grieve ahead of time whatever so like it was unexpected but there was like almost like this little part of my intuition that was like wow. sounds up yeah Isn't that was so weird like how that that's so crazy dang wild and yeah but I still wasn't prepared I cried all week and it didn't right. it did not prepare me yeah um, for for that kind of loss and you know i'm sure there are a lot of different things that people go through when it comes to loss i personally had a lot of like guilt shame questions exactly but, yeah yeah it's just I, insane yeah i can definitely relate to that for sure whenever i was i think i was like it was like 10 years ago honestly maybe i was like 17 18 or something like that I had a similar situation. It wasn't with a parent, but it was with my childhood best friend. I was at mm-hmm. college 
and I got a call and I, I literally just like hit the floor. I literally could not like handle it. I was just like, dude, like what the heck? And at this, at this time they, it was, it wasn't just like an easy death though, if that makes sense. Like she was missing for like two weeks, dude, missing for two weeks. They, they had like scuba divers going into like this local like dam and like helicopters out and like all this stuff. And still to this day, I really don't even fully know what happened other than they literally found like her car over like this embankment in the snow and it was covered with snow because apparently the snow plow went by and like covered up the whole entire we got like this huge snowstorm I'm like this is freaking terrifying dude yeah and yeah it just really opened up my eyes but then i had a very hard time just i'm still not like recovered from that honestly but i've had a yeah. very hard time even just like getting to know other people just because i was terrified oh my gosh like what if i really become close with someone again and then this happens, something crazy yeah. happens and stuff like that. So it has literally taken me all the way from like literally almost 10 years to get to the point to where I actually started to like really connect with people like this year. That's mm-hmm. how long it's just crazy, man. Like the impact that it takes on you whenever you really do just lose somebody that you love. So speaking of that, how whenever I know, obviously, whenever people are going through a divorce and stuff like that or a breakup whatever it may be how difficult it is to grieve somebody that is still alive what is your experience with that yeah I mean I've been divorced twice and so I'm very familiar with what it's like to grieve someone who's still alive I I think I actually just made a a TikTok about this today where um, I was saying like it's so soul crushing how someone can go from literally being your lover your person your best friend to someone that you just pretend doesn't exist anymore. And it's like, yeah, yeah, it's horrible and it's isolating. And especially when, you know, you might love them still, but you just know that you can't be with them. Right. And I now having gone through, you know, the death of a person and the, and divorce, like they're so similar. Um, you know, the good thing with the divorce not that it's not hard or bad or whatever, is that at least that person isn't dead and they can go on to live a happy and fulfilled life and ask right. you. But what I will say, it kind of in connection with divorce and like my dad's death, um, because I've been divorced twice and I've done the healing work and I've like felt the feelings and I've let it really, really suck. Mm-hmm. I don't think that without my two divorces, I would have had the tools that I needed to navigate the loss of my death. Oh, my, wow. The loss of my dad. Yes. I'm like, uh, thank God. Like, yeah. thank you, God, that I had the tools to support Correct. myself emotionally and just grieve, quote, right. properly, whatever that means. Yeah. Man, that that's, I never thought about it like that at all. I feel like the oh, best yeah. thing whenever you're like grieving a person is to just feel every single emotion, dude. Like, I feel like I have just felt so many times, like, so many just different emotions. One day I'm angry, the next day I'm, like, grateful, and then the next day I'm in my car completely fine and, like, just hits you out of nowhere. And it it's just, it sucks. It really does. But then I've just, like, learned a lot, I guess, along the way to where I'm like, you know what, I need to feel every single thing that I feel and not ignore it. Because I like I talk about this a lot about how I heard this pastor say one time that if you have like a pebble in your shoe, it's going to bother you. But if you never take care of it, it's going to like be become like it's going to like rip open the whole bottom of your foot, basically, eventually. Yeah. 
And I always think of that. I'm like, okay, instead of ignoring the way that I'm feeling, eventually it's going to catch up with me one day anyways, you know? Absolutely. Listen, I'm, I've been the queen of like toxic positivity for the first 29 years of my life. But <laughs> what I will say is I think one of the number one keys to my healing, whether it be the death of my dad or going through divorce was being willing Thatcher. <laughs> Do you like hear him itching? A little bit, but it's nothing major. Okay, lay down. Anyway, so the number one key to healing, whether it was after the death of my dad or after divorce, is truly being willing to feel my feelings. Like number one, acknowledge that they're there and then really feel that. And I think a lot of times, so I want to make sure I share this, people don't know how to feel their feelings. And sometimes they think, well, crying is feeling my feelings or yelling or, or whatever. And it's like your reaction to the feeling is not you feeling your feelings. And so feeling your feelings, like a feeling is simply just a vibration in your body. And so when I tell people I allowed myself to feel, I'm not saying I let myself cry. I am saying I got out of my head and into my body and I observed what was happening in my body. And so the way like I walk people through that is I'll have them shut their eyes, maybe take a couple deep breaths, like put their hand on their heart, whatever they're comfortable and they feel safe with. And I'll just ask these questions, which are, where do you feel in your body? Number one. Uh, and a lot of times people are like, you know, in my chest. And then I'll ask, um, if it had a color, what color would it be? You know, whatever, black, green. Yeah. Um, does it have a temperature? Is it hot to cold, lukewarm? Mm -hmm. um, does it move? right? Is it kind of like in one place, but there's a vibration? Is it totally stagnant? Does it move from your chest to your throat? Um, and then I ask the question, how does this feeling make you want to react? And that's when people mm -hmm. say it makes me want to cry or it makes me want to punch a wall. Yeah. And then and like the last thing I always try to ask is, what do you think this feeling is trying to tell you? Wow. Like, if this really feeling good. had a voice, what would it be saying? Mm -hmm. And um yeah. And I just honestly, I just got a bug up my butt. And I'm like, I need to share that because it's yeah. not crying or yelling. That's yeah. that's you reacting. The feeling is, okay, what is happening in my body right now? Right. Yeah. I've never heard it put that way. Thanks for explaining that. That's really great. Preach. <laughs> so in conclusion, is there any specific advice that you would like to leave with the ladies listening today going through, regardless whether it's losing somebody that they love or just in general, really? The, going through the grieving process. Yeah, be real. Be real with yourself. It, be real with others to what extent that's totally up to you. But mm -hmm. be real with what you're going through. There's no benefit to pretending everything is fine when it's not. And you're a whole human with human feelings who is allowed to feel joy and anger or sadness and fear all at the same time. Like it's mm -hmm. both and. And you can, to your point, you just kind of shared your story. You could feel so sad and alone that you're getting divorced and you don't know what's to come. And at right. the same time, excited and hopeful for the future. And I think mm -hmm. that's something I always want to share. Be real. And two opposing emotions can exist at the same time, period. Right. That is so good. Well, thank you so much. Also, I think I totally called you Melissa in the beginning <laughs> instead of Marissa. So you know what? I've been called worse. I have been called worse. Don't mind me over here. I'll be sure to drop uh, your link in the description below if anyone ever wants to reach out to you. 
So feel free to hit up Marissa if you guys ever want to connect with her. She's an amazing person. So thanks again for being on the show. I'm sure you'll be back in the upcoming future. Thanks for tuning in to Her Voice Matters with Jordan Murphy. Our mission with each episode is to help resilient individuals rebuild their lives, regain their confidence, and overcome obstacles that may be holding them back. To make sure you don't miss an episode, remember to like and subscribe this podcast. And as always, if you or someone you know is experiencing abuse or trauma, please seek professional help and support. See you next time on Her Voice Matters.